Welcome back to another episode of the Catholic Buzz Podcast, and Happy New Year to all of you listening or watching today. It's a brand new year, 2024. My name is Father Daniele, and I'm joined by Josh Sullivan. Hello. Happy New Year to you. Thank you. And Matt Van Milligan. Hello. Happy New Year. Uh, Hopefully this year will bring us uh, a lot of uh, great grace from the Lord as we continue... uh, to have fun here on this uh, podcast. Especially with new resolutions and exactly. all those new things that we kind of add into our schedules and our things. I, I'm hoping to get a lot out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what's a common resolution yeah. for the new year? Is people want to get fit. Most people, not me. But uh, <laughs> most people say, you know, they want to join a gym or gym memberships go up during this all of a sudden uh, there's a time. Sa- there's a sale on treadmills and yes, you know, like exactly and people yeah. are starting to be a little more health conscious new year new me you know that's yeah. people say so um with and, and I mean of course by all means uh, I think that's great if people wanted to get in people wanted to uh, get in better shape get in better health and but I always remind people that if we're getting in better physical health, and better mental health and better emotional health, we also should strive to be in better spiritual health as mm, well. So yeah. maybe there's some spiritual resolutions we can make uh, as the new year begins. Okay, so when people talk about uh, getting in shape, yeah, right? That's the big thing for a new year. So the question always comes all the time about yoga. Yeah. And can Catholics practice Yoga, which is a really good question because it depends. Sometimes you get a diff- couple different answers. Some people say, "Well, yeah, why not?" Yeah. And some people say, "No, not yeah. at all. Yeah. Absolutely not." Right. So let's uh, talk a little bit about yoga today, and uh, maybe we'll feel inclined to get in shape this year too. <laughs> yeah. okay? After all this fitness talk, let's let's break yeah. it open though. Like, what is yoga? Yeah. Specifically, so that like it's it's funny because like uh, yoga, th- there's a range of things that people could like. Some people actually just mean stretching. Like yeah. they just mean you know I I roll out this little mat and I do this sequence of you know ten exercises and I'm done. And yeah. but like yoga itself is a thing that yeah. is like it is it, it's referring to a practice, um, and that practice doesn't necessarily but can encompass a lot of other things mm-hmm. that are you know, you know the the con- spoiler alert um what the conclusion we'll get to are are kind of incompatible with our faith so yeah um you know on on you know just the kind of simple minimalist level it involves kind of stretching to exercise um um, you know, and if you get into like more kind of complex or advanced forms of yoga, they, they, what they refer to as, you know, eight different branches of yoga. And these are things like, um, you know, uh, controlling breathing. Like that's a, that's a big aspect of it. Um, self-discipline and self-mastery. Um, there's like active separation of yourself from kind of the material world. There's an opening of yourself too, you know, in kind of um, more sanitized versions, you know, the, the universe broadly, but in kind of the more religious expression to to Hindu gods, to Brahmin, yeah. to um, um, that, you know, uh, and then you get into kind of um, things with like aligning chakras and energy and like yeah, energy yeah. healing and like just kind of the like the far 
<laughs> the far-reaching stuff, um, you know, the th- uh, what's the other one? Third eye, kind of that your your, yeah. your perception um, uh, beyond kind of the material realm. But like of these, you know, and and if you're looking at kind of ancient, like the stretching or exercise part of yoga is actually one of the lesser branches. It's not yeah. it's it's not the kind of the main thing or the central focus of yoga. So um, to kind of answer the question, you know, is is this something I should be involved in? Um, you know, the answer is, you know, if, if it's tied to all these other things, no, just kind of a hard no. Um, but if it's just kind of stretching, you know, um, uh, you probably shouldn't call it yoga just because again, it, it has the association with all of these other things. Um, and, you know, separating out the exercise from all of these other things, you know, and particularly, and especially kind of the breathing, uh, kind of part of it is maybe a bit more uh, easier said than done. You know, yeah, it, it, yeah. It's, it's, it's a bit more kind of difficult than just kind of saying, okay, well, I'm just going to do these exercises and not participate in anything else. Um, you know, the exercises themselves and the forms themselves may not be kind of intrinsically mm-hmm. wrong, uh, but again, they, they, there are certain representations that you, you should probably actively avoid. Yeah, like some of the things you were saying, like uh, uh, controlling your breathing, uh, doing all these different things, like those, there's nothing intrinsically wrong about any of them. Yeah, they're all right? amoral. Right. Amoral, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so people might say, "Well, what's what's the big deal?" But you're right that there's this association with spirituality that belongs to uh, the Hindu faith, yeah. right? And I think, like, um, on the, the Ministry of External Affairs for the Government of India has this whole thing on their website about you know what yoga is and why people should use it, and a, a number of the things that they say. Are that it is it is a, a ground is it's to bring the mind and the body in harmony, you mm. know. So when, when people hear something like that, there's nothing wrong with that. People say, "Oh, mm. my mind and body in harmony." Well, that <laughs> would be great, right? Like you know, look at us. We're always running to and fro and doing things. It would be great to have our mind and body in, in harmony, right? Uh, but then <laughs> as it continues, it continues on. Uh, they're saying that the 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 practice is a spiritual discipline. Right, and they're saying that uh, yoga existed for like a long yeah. time, like at the dawn of civilization, is what they're Thousands saying. Thousands of yeah. years, yeah. Right, so um, there's uh, there's something there's something more to yoga than what people what people think. And then it starts to talk about being grounded with the universe, yeah. <laughs> right? And so it starts to sound a little... A little more religious. Yeah, a little yeah. more religious, yeah. a little more spiritual. And, and I think that's the problem right there, what you're yeah. suggesting, is is because when people get involved with, let's say, the practice of yoga, yeah. and, and you have people, like, I, like we said, and good Catholics, I'm going to say, that are in both camps, that are like, no, yoga is intrinsically evil, and then... Other people, there's no yoga is really good. I even had like, so we had this discussion one time in one of the churches I was working in uh, 15, 20 years ago. And um, the priest, like, so they advertised this yoga program at the church. And the priest was fielding questions right, left, and center from it, especially because it was directed towards teens. And the priest was like, well, what's the problem with yoga? I did yoga in the seminary when I was, like, like, the seminarians were asked to do, you know, to do yoga when he was, and I was like, oh, so we had, I, we had to really dive into it. Like, is it wrong? Is it not wrong? And I think that's the problem right there is what we kind of just talked about. If we're calling it yoga, 
then it's tied automatically to some of these things. And so when you're starting to do the stretches, the stretches, no, they're not, they're amoral, they're not bad. But what happens is if you start feeling good and you start putting like, oh, this is, this is actually good for me, this is really kind of good, you're going to start to go down that path. Mm. Just like anybody coming into the Catholic Church, if they feel a sense of peace and adoration or something like that, mm. they're going to start to, okay, well, let's start looking more deeper into the Catholic mm. faith. You're going to have someone do the same the opposite way. So you're going to have, okay, well, let's, let's, I'm going to do hot yoga next where, yeah. you know, I'm going to go do my breathing, I'm going to do this, that, and the other, maybe meditative yoga and slowly enter down the path and it's so it's it's the danger with stretching as yoga is the i would say is it's a gateway mm-hmm. to the practice of yoga that eventually becomes a religious experience yeah. and that's the problem that we we have to be very weary of very yeah uh, I'm going to just read something here. Yeah. It says that yoga is an art and science of healthy living. The word yoga is derived, this is from the Ministry of External Affairs of the Government of India. Uh, the word yoga is derived from the Sanskrit root yuj, which means to yoke. Okay. Mm-hmm. And as per. Like to burden. Is that what yeah. it means? Yeah. To bind. Yeah. To bind. Yeah, okay. to bind. And so as per yogic scriptures, it says the practice of yoga leads to the union of individual consciousness with that of universal consciousness, indicating a perfect harmony between the mind and body, man and nature. Right? So right off the bat, that's in like the very first <laughs> introduction for yoga. So there's a spiritual connotation mm, uh, yeah. to it. And I'm reminded here when it uses yeah. the word yoke. Right, I'm yeah, right about yeah. the words of Jesus. Yeah. You know that uh, that we are we we are to bear His yoke. Right from Matthew chapter eleven, verse thirty. Anyways, uh, I think that I think you're right when we start to get down it. But I think it's hard to explain to people what's the big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not. They'll say I'm not praying. I'm not doing this. Well, part of the big deal is that, and and I'm I'm going to say this off the bat. Most people who take yoga or most people who practice yoga, I think today, probably are just exercising. Yeah. Like they're stretching, maybe they're doing some uh, leg stretches, arm stretches, whatever. Uh, And not so much when I think of yoga, I think of the poses, Mm -hmm. the breathing, Mm -hmm. like all that stuff. Because, Because the poses in yoga do have spiritual connection to them. Yeah. And so a lot of times they are they're you're posing in certain ways to align yourself with a certain line of thinking, specifically aligning yourself to a certain god in Hinduism. And mm-hmm. so and they have those names, upward dog, downward dog, soldier one, soldier two, those poses. I did so <laughs> Point blank, uh, all cards on the table. I did the P90X program, and they do one day of yoga uh, a week, and I was doing it with the program, and it was just stretching. It, that's all it was. But all those names were still there in the yeah. title, yeah. and so when you start looking into it, you start kind of diving into it a little bit deeper. You're realizing, oh, that like we're we're gonna go upward. Do- well, the sun, uh, the the sun, yeah. you know, like you're, the the positions that you're holding are specifically designed as you get deeper into yoga to worship or to um, align yourself yeah. with certain gods and certain things. It's right in the name. If yeah. if, if if yoga means to yoke, or what it's, you said, Matt, to yeah. bind, yeah. it's binding ourselves to something. So yeah. what is it binding us to? Yeah. So the, the names themselves is interesting, and like, yeah. and and for saying like, even if there's nothing kind of intrinsically wrong with that motion, or you know, yeah, assuming yeah. that particular. Um, you know, uh, position. The names themselves um, were, were were attached to 
you know, what, what, what were kind of pre-existing would be exercise poses, like poses from like just um, flexibility exercises for gymnastics or for wrestling or for whatever. Um, and in my kind of uh, research, um, that a lot of these weren't associated with kind of the practice of yoga itself until like the, the early 20th century. Uh, that these these were kind of co-opted or these were kind of brought into yoga. And and again, given that significance tied to kind of the the more religious aspect. Um, but again, it's, it's not necessarily something in, you know, if you do this pose, you know, if you accidentally drop your keys and you go pick them up, yeah. you're, you're not, you know, accidentally, you know, worshiping Shiva. Um, that's, um, no, no, but, but, but again, some yeah. people do have this association. And, and, and again, to, to kind of separate, you know, our, our association with these poses from the religious practice actually becomes quite difficult when this becomes a really, really common understanding of, of you know, w- what you're involved with. And when you're using the name specifically yoga, because that automatically mm-hmm. ties you back to that. So I think, as we're saying, like, stretching itself is not a bad thing. And in fact, a lot of the stretching and breathing exercises and those types of things that are associated now that we just kind of bind into the term yoga... Yeah. The, the problem becomes separating. And I, I'm reminded of, of 1 Corinthians, is it 8, uh, verse 10, right? And that's the whole where St. Paul's talking about, um, if it, so if I'm doing yoga, and this was my defense when I was doing it, and I, and I come around this way of thinking uh, to a different point, but um, I was doing the yoga because it was a P90X, and I was doing it with a group, and we were doing, and I was doing the yoga, and I didn't feel, I'm not, and, and, the, and the moves in the exercise program, it wasn't really, like, it's about exercise, it's about stretching, it's, it's not specifically about meditative into gods or what this, that, and the other thing. But what comes to me is in that Bible verse specifically, St. Paul says, okay, you can eat meat that's been offered to idols. That, like, we know there's no other God. So it's not like this meat is going to harm you in that way. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, obviously. Um, but, but, like, that meat's not going to harm you. Yeah. But what if someone else sees you eating that meat yeah. and you cause them then to think that it's okay? Yeah. Meaning they don't know what my intent is. So my intent, like, I'm going to say that point blank, the intent of stretching isn't wrong. In fact, yeah. stretching itself is amoral in that sense, what? right? But then but then when you go into someone else seeing me do these poses in the park on a yoga mat, yeah. if let's say yeah. the case may be, now they say, oh, Josh, Josh is doing that. And I know Josh to be a good guy, maybe a godly guy, hopefully, you know, those kind of things. And if he's doing yoga, then yoga must be okay. Yeah. And they don't understand my intent is actually I'm just stretching here. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if they think I, I, well, he's in a yoga class, it's called yoga. He's just stretching, but yeah. it's in a yoga class. Now, someone else seeing that takes that intent and realizes, like, oh, Josh is eating the meat for, that's offered up to idols. It must be okay to, to worship these idols. Like, the same kind of thing, right? And so um, if, that's the, if that's the intent that I'm giving off, not the, I'm not giving off on purpose, but if I'm still causing that idea to happen, I have to be very careful yeah. about that. And so what, what we're doing then is, like, I'm, I'm just stretching but I'm causing other people to go down a path. Yeah, yeah. And okay, well, I'm going to go to yoga. I'm not going to go to the same class as Josh. I'm going to go to another yoga. And maybe they start down a path, then that's a little bit wrong. Yeah. So we got to be very careful that when we're talking about this or when we're doing these types of things, again, stretching, not a problem, but the perception of the stretching. So stretch, go ahead, stretch. Why not stretch without a yoga mat? Yeah. <laughs> Why not stretch without being in that very specific dress that yoga uses or in a yoga class. Just do your stretching. Yeah. Don't call it the names that are associated with yoga. Don't call it yoga. Yeah. Just call it stretching. You know what I mean? And so if we do that, if we were to separate that completely, because 
you know, like yeah. stretching out your grind, stretching out your legs, stretching out your arms. Like none of that's a wrong thing, except except if you're tying it to a specific religion, that and the other. Yeah. And, and, and just to be clear, in case we haven't been clear already, <laughs> which uh, you know, I was just kind of reviewing in my in my mind what what you've said already, uh, because maybe to be clear, yoga is a practice of uh, Hindu spirituality. Yeah. So that's right off the bat. Yeah. Right. So as Catholics, we belong to Jesus Christ. We are Christian, and so we don't. Uh, Ascent to teachings of the of the Hindu mm-hmm. faith, or we don't look up to gods uh, that the Hindu faith might believe in. And part of yoga that is wrong, you know, we're talking about stretching and all these different things. Well, people will say, "Well, it, 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 I just want to make it clear that it's not all just about stretching and raising your mind to Hindu gods, because some of the some of the poses actually have." Uh, ties yeah. ties to some Hindu exactly. gods, and and through yoga, w- uh, people are invoking yes. those Hindu gods, right? And from our perspective as Christians, some of these Hindu gods uh, we would probably say aren't very yes. morally sound, yeah. right? Like there's uh, a three-part warrior pose. Yeah, right? warrior one, warrior two, warrior three. Yeah, yeah and uh, that invokes the god Virabhadra, okay. right? Uh, the three poses actually imitate the sequence of the murder of uh, Shiva's father-in-law uh, who created Virabhadra. So, like, there's some morally... Yeah. Like, as you're going through the poses, there. you're kind of reliving an action of some sort. Uh, yeah, another pose. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, like, uh, invokes someone who was you, uh, who had used occult powers to commit theft, adultery, things like that. Uh, so, some of these things that we would say are morally empty or morally not right. So, it's not just about the stretching and what we would maybe call praying, yeah. raising your mind to God. Yeah. It's not just about raising your mind to the gods. It's it's that these poses together with the spiritual side are invoking some of these Hindu gods mm-hmm. that are that that I would say and maybe you would say and maybe the church would <laughs> say are dangerous for our spiritual life. Yeah. We're yeah, opening sure. the door to something that's not good for our spiritual life. It's also kind of like if you think about it, it would be something like imagine imagine people, okay, imagine you were sitting there and and you saw somebody in a bus station just start like standing up, kneeling, sitting down, kneeling, standing up, blessing themselves, you know what I mean? It would almost be like what the heck are they doing? They're doing it out of context. But it's obviously that they're reflecting maybe a yeah. Catholic mass or something like that. It's almost like they're making fun of it in a way. Or, I mean, maybe they're not making fun of it. Maybe they're using it. But, like, you're going, like, what is going on? So to even show that respect, like, we're not, we're not disrespecting your faith. We don't, want to, we don't want to disrespect your faith. We're not making light of it. We're not trying to. We're, we're, we're going to distance ourselves completely from it. You know what I mean? So showing another person or another faith if uh, that will like complete separation like we're not trying to mingle <laughs> not not in a bad way just to not cause any of that kind of you know what i mean distinction okay. now there are i mean 
you can do good Catholic stretches. There are different programs out <laughs> yeah. there. You know what I mean? Catholic well, stretches. Well, I mean, what yeah. I mean by that is, so like there's um, one of the ones that we ended up proposing at, at this time was because it was a big thing. And we had to like really, when I was dealing with this thing in this parish, um, we changed it. We, we said, okay, we're not doing yoga anymore. Like yoga's wrong. We are going to do Catholic exercises. <laughs> and we're going to call it Catholic yeah. exercises. It's going to have no ties to yoga. Um, there are going to be stretches and specifically we ended up going mostly female. And so the, the women that took over were mostly female women. I mean, uh, to, to guided towards women stretching, not just open to everybody. And, uh, what they did was, uh, a program called, oh, I remember. Is it Soulcore? Soulcore. Yeah. yeah, that was the one. And so Soulcore. And what that was, was you did stretches. Um, you did specifically designed stretches in a meditative state to the rosary. Yeah. And so the rosary is meditative. Like it, so you're directed through these stretches and stuff. It is going to sound very similar, yeah. uh, but it, the focus here is that your meditative state is going constantly to the rosary, to parts of yeah. Jesus' life is, is focusing on that. So now your prayer is all about this. The terms, the um, positions, the stretches themselves have nothing to do yeah. with tying themselves to yoga. Yeah, and, and in the beginning, we said that like it, it actually becomes very, very difficult to separate the exercises from from the, the other kind of yeah. spiritual aspects of, of yoga and kind of by extension, kind of Hindu uh, spirituality. Um, but it is it is possible. Like I, I think yeah. I think Soulcore actually does a really good job um, in just really ice like doing a full rebrand. Yeah. Um, you know, like not referring to it as yoga because again, it's it's not that thing, but actually like renaming all of the poses, all of the stretches, um, taking whatever meditative aspect that would kind of uh, otherwise accompany um, the practice um, and directing that towards prayer, um, directing that, that yeah. And towards God. Prim- towards primarily God. the rosary, yeah. um, but al- also a number of other kind of traditional Catholic prayers as well. So again, it, it, it is very difficult. Um, but it is it is possible um, to do that again in an isolated way because because yes. again we we want to kind of uh, make sure that we're accountable to uh, the Corinthians passage as well because like again context matters you know if, yeah. if you know you can you can have the rosary playing in your in your earphones and be doing you know soul core or, or some yeah. kind of um, you know full rebrand of 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 the, uh, these practices it's like but there's a difference between you doing that in your house. Yeah. You know, in your living room and, you know, doing that in your classroom with big glass windows above because, exactly. again, they don't know that that's what you're doing. Yeah. And by all kind of appearance and accounts, it looks like you're you're doing yoga. I'm like, yeah. oh, Josh does yoga. You, Josh is cool. So I'm going to do I'm yoga. Do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think I think it's 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 really kind of cool though that if you were to take that kind of uh, if you were to take that spiritual practice of of maybe stretching and meditating at the same time and making it Catholic it's something that we've done like Christianity has done from the get go right is taking taking um, pagan rituals and yeah. uh, celebrations and 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 those types and making them Catholic and making like hey you want to celebrate you know winter's over or like you know the de- the season of the dead yeah. and now life is coming back we're gonna offer you Jesus at Christmas time you know what I mean like the, like we you want to offer you want to start talking about uh, talking to the dead and all that kind of yeah. we're gonna offer you All Souls Day holiday uh, you know All Saints Day All Souls Day you know like all those kind of things that's what we've done we've rebranded. Yeah. Uh, a lot of different pagan rituals and stuff t- to make them Christian again so that we can practice and so that people don't have to give up. I'm not going to say 
people can take the goodness that is in certain things and make it yeah. uh, make it holy. You know, yeah, I mean? the, the church doesn't encounter the world in a cultural vacuum. Uh, that yeah. you know, the, the church uh, enculturates or and 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 really goes through a discernment process of like these are the good aspects of culture. Mm-hmm. We need to like actively separate it from the bad. Um, and you have you know a lot of uh, like the the artistic traditions, the liturgical traditions of the church. Like even um, when we talk about like Latin in mass. That's that's enculturation, you know, mm-hmm. that's that's something we took, you know, that this is something good from the Roman Empire, we're going to, you know, move this forward. So there, there are all kinds of examples of that kind of historically. Yeah. I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, people say, well, as long as you throw out the spiritual side, you could just do the stretches. That's, that's what, yeah. you know, people have said. And, and, and by all means, I might say that as well. But uh, St. Thomas Aquinas, mm-hmm. rather... He says that um, actions have an objective mm-hmm. meaning. Oh, right. Oh, oh, yeah, interesting. That the goodness or malice uh, which the external action has of itself uh, is not derived from the will, but rather from the reason. Right. Mm-hmm. So, what's the reason? Actions the have their own nature. Right. Yeah. So, even actually, this is from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. Um, it teaches that for an act to be good, it has to have a good moral object, Mm -hmm. right? Which is intrinsic to its nature and independent of intent, right? A good intention does not make behavior that is intrinsically disordered, good or just, is uh, the Catechism 1753. So if our intention is just to do the spiritual exercises, like, is, is... is to not in, do the, in, yeah. intent itself does not qualify, and like I, I think that 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 needs to be said, like because because you can slip into some really bad practices just like with good intent. Yeah, um, that you know I want to celebrate, um, uh, you know, somebody. <laughs> I like, and I have a drink. You know, if I do that too many times, yeah, yeah. I'm in I'm in a compromised moral state. <laughs> right. I was like, but um, I, I think the the uh, Thomas, I, I think that's really important that it's qualified by reason. That it's like the reason more more so than the intent, or even even to the exclusion of intent, is actually what qualifies the act. So just like even that, like if I accidentally do a yoga pose, you know, picking up my keys, you know, the reason that I'm doing this is not to, not even to exercise. You know that that like yeah. that the act itself, you know, and and the reason around it is is what qualifies whether this is kind of a good or bad moral act. We, um, you know, jokingly. Um, not that it's anything to joke about, but you know, before the episode, just like if you're hailing a cab and you accidentally do a gesture that could be associated with, you know, something much, much worse. Yeah. Um, again, it's it's the, that's qualified by reason. Your reason for you know as, assuming that position or that pose is to hail a cab. You yeah. you have no yeah, no kind of ill <laughs> or kind of uh, you know a- adverse kind of. Uh, I, I'm avoiding yeah. using the word intent, uh, yeah, but you, yeah, you have yeah. no 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 ill reason for doing so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, well, you know, I think that uh, this is another argument would be uh, that by doing this, we're, we're opening the door to something that's not good for our spiritual life, right? Just yeah. by uh, you know practicing in this. Yeah. Actually, some studies show that people who start yoga for the for the exercises actually maybe continue it for the spiritual side yeah. of things yeah, yeah. because you think of people who aren't getting 
I agree. I, I don't know yeah. if getting spirituality is the right way to say it, but you, you think of the people less are, who are practicing spirituality. You know, you see people like, oh, I'm spiritual, not religious, or whatever it might be. So they're looking for spirituality elsewhere. This is coming. This is becoming like a way. Yeah. Of people to practice sort of the mind, body, and spirit. We talked a couple, a couple weeks ago about music and how music and dancing specifically um, takes your body and and your soul. When we're doing music in liturgical sense and stuff, um, it it can take your your body and your soul and add the two together to praise. You know what I mean? And that's what this is doing yeah. in in a way. And so you got to be very careful with that. Yeah. yeah. Because I mean, it can be you know like when you're taking the body. And the soul, and trying to make the two one, which is not a bad thing. And right. I mean, we understand that they are two distinct things, but that they're tied together as Catholic. Mm-hmm. Like, right? They're they are yeah. tied they together. They represent a unity, exactly. Yeah. And so they, but praying together. So people might find, oh my goodness, this is something that I've never encountered before. Being able to pray body, mind, soul yeah. together, right. and they're going to discover what there's a truth there. Because we're meant to pray that way, we're meant to in, like that that unity that you feel, that wholeness that you might feel in that moment, is actually a good thing. Yeah. yeah. But it's you got to do like just like eating, just like sleeping, you got to do it the right way, yeah. right? Just like you know, so like if you don't do this thing the right way, then then you could lead yourself to a really horrible end. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I, I think that's absolutely right. That like e- even if just like even if your your entry point. Is is the is the exercise is mm-hmm. the because like you know I heard it's it's good for you. Um, what I think attracts a lot of people is more the meditative aspect, um, and you know um, uh, even even in kind of uh, yoga itself, having like have, recognizing that you know ex- the exercise the stretches are the lesser of the eight branches um, is you know is, is telling uh, to say that no that like this this is kind of the, the the entry point for people to get into kind of this deeper meditative practice which you know opens you up more broadly to the the other kind of practices or the other aspects uh, of yoga but in some cases could you know if you go down these like energy healing paths or whatever like yeah, can yeah. open you up to the diabolic like can open you up to some some kind of really bad stuff, um, but also to, to, to the point that like um, we're saying, okay, like if if we're trying to reconcile, let's take the exercises and you know again fully rebrand them, take them out of this context. Like if it's that difficult to um, you know walk the knife edge of you know of trying to find a sanctified version of these stretch. Yeah, maybe try something else. Try something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or like there, there are other forms of exercise that you're not necessarily um, you know walking this cliff edge that could you know, drop you into some, yeah. something yeah. that, you know, it is hard to get out of. Yeah. And I, yeah. I totally see the attraction to it. Right. I totally see yeah. that people want like a whole, like you're saying, like the whole body, yeah. the whole yeah. mind, the whole spirit things. But Matt, you're, you're right. If there's uh, if we have to always be walking the fine yeah. line, you if know, it becomes a near occasion. It becomes a near occasion. Yeah. And, and, and this is maybe um, an issue with this whole topic of yoga, because Honestly, I, I don't think even like because even in this episode, we're talking about things like uh, here are sort of the realities of yoga. Here yeah. are sort of what people think yoga is. Here are some other options with yeah. soul core. I think you guys mentioned uh, all these things. So the, the people sometimes don't know. Even when they ask, mm-hmm. you know, even when they ask a priest, ask someone, can we do yoga? Can we do these things? Uh, you get so many different answers all yeah. the time. Yeah. And I'm going to side today. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm going to say that, yes, I would say that 
doing the poses in isolation of anything else has minimal harm to someone, mm-hmm. right? But I would say, <laughs> why not do something else? Yeah. If 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 um, if there's other things associated with it that aren't good for us, why put ourselves in that position? And people might say that I'm being a grouch again and, yeah. and whatever no. it is. Well, but like, yeah. there's there is spiritual baggage associated with the practice of yoga. Yeah. And why? So why wouldn't we do something without spiritual baggage? Uh, why put ourselves in that position? Go to a gym and look at the wall, and I'm sure there's going to be different stretches that you can do before you start lifting weights or whatever yeah. the case may be. Yeah. Like, and they aren't going to be yoga poses. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. could just do those stretches. But there's yeah. there's other exercise classes. I know yeah. yoga is, is has now become like a a really a brand, almost, like, bra- like, like a brand. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and and maybe that's what people see it as. It's a it's a brand, like yeah. uh, you know, you go to this brand gym, I go to this brand yoga class, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. And and some people have no idea of the spiritual uh, association with it, right? They just go to yoga class. That's yeah. it. Like they go to Zumba class, or they go yeah, to yeah. dance class, or they go to any any other exercise class, right? But if 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 we now know the history, we now know the reason, uh, the associations that yoga has. Mm-hmm. Why, why, yeah. why not just avoid it? Why not just choose something else with uh, with no spiritual baggage? Um, so yeah, why would you walk on that knife head? Yeah, and, and yeah. If, like, if the flow chart for you know uh, deciding to do it is like okay, well, are yes, are <laughs> are um, are you doing this in your house? Yeah, okay, then continue. Like, are the curtains drawn? Yes, okay, then let it keep drawn. Like, is anybody look okay? And then like, yeah. if it's that difficult, or like that just sounds like a lot of work to me. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> I like my exercise to be easy. I don't know, um, but like, no, if, if you wrong. if you want to improve <laughs> flexibility, you know, take gymnastics. If you want yeah, to, yeah, yeah. you know, um, and there's so many strength videos training, yeah. on YouTube now with yeah. so many goods uh like people just kind of offering this uh, exercise class yeah yeah different you can you can you can youtube like leg exercises arm exercises stretching exercises sitting exercises like you can youtube anything and someone is teaching you these things yeah and it has no affiliation to any religion yeah i'm gonna be a grouch and i'm gonna say no to yoga today (laughs) and uh, you guys don't have to uh, agree with me but uh, that's what i'm saying yeah no i hear you yeah I think I think we've made and, a good case. And yoga is such. I, I completely agree. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay. Well, maybe there's people out there who will not agree, uh, and uh, will will say, you know, yo. And there are people I've I've heard personally people who say, you know, yoga has really improved my life, uh, uh, my flexibility, my health, uh, whatever it might be. Uh, and maybe they know about the the spiritual side of yoga. Maybe they don't, right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, but if if uh, someone wants to vehemently d- disagree uh, or agree, uh, you can drop us a comment on our social media pages or send us an email at ask us at the Catholic Buzz. Dot com. So this new year, one of my resolutions won't be yoga, <laughs> but <laughs> I will try and find. Another way of uh, trying to get in shape, I guess. <laughs> I might try to do P90X, but just skip that one day. It'll be very, yeah. very nice. And sign sign me up for more resolutions that involve not doing something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you guys mentioned SoulCore today, so yeah. uh, you can find more information on SoulCore yeah. at SoulCore.com. Very easy. Uh, okay, so that's all the time we have today. So uh, for Josh Sullivan... And Matt Van Milligan. My name is Father Daniele. Happy New Year again. We'll see you next time on the Catholic Buzz. Mm-hmm.